Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, where your moderator, Jennifer Perils, has no voice, and all of my coworkers right now are looking at me hysterically laughing because words will not come out of my mouth. <laughs> yes, it is flu season here in New York, but I swear I'm fine. Party I'm not contagious. I'm not contagious. We will all be sick next episode. Those are famous last words. I'm not contagious. As you should be, because you guys are literally looking here laughing at me. I can't even get the word Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale out of my mouth. Brody's heard the words, I'm not contagious. Yeah. Oh, goodness. My true life note. story. Yeah, my, my true life. I'm working with a flu patient. Mr. Travis Cronin, he's, he's back with us from a two-week-long vacation to the yes. Caribbean, and you are yes. literally orange. Thank you. I just purchased it yesterday. <laughs> it's Isle of Paradise, medium to dark skin tones, tanning drops, with a little bit of spray contouring on Wait, top so of it. Wait, so you literally sat in the beach in Puerto Vallarta for two weeks, and yep. you came home spray-tanned and then came to work. Yes. Did you get a real tan? I can't tan. I sat in the sun a little bit and then got fried and my freckles got dark and then I had to sit out of the sun for the entire time. And so let's like, be honest, you brought your Isle of Paradise drops to Mexico. Yeah, I show up tan. I don't like to look like a noob. But, the, okay. okay, here's what threw me off. The shine. It, oh, yeah. Why, why the shine? <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, he's still like I listening. think that's just my natural oils. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> powder. Sorry, I'm not. That's not my Sorry. Good to know. I'll I'm, powder that later. <laughs> <laughs> what about that horribly oily skin? <laughs> it was very convincing. But so this is why we about. do audio, you guys, and yeah. we podcast instead of shoot video when Travis yeah. would have to, like, dip himself in powder. <laughs> Literally. Just talcum powder all over me. Miss Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hey, guys. And Mr. Brody. Brown. Hello. All right, we have a really, really busy, busy podcast today to talk about so much that went on, especially after this weekend's Golden Globes. Brody literally is fresh off of an airplane straight from <laughs> LA where he was there at the Globes on Sunday night. First off, what did you guys think? I mean, I wasn't impressed. So here's the thing. I got to tell you, I'm going to say that I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I expected to totally hate the telecast. I was like, Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh, what and why? And I got to tell you, I thought that they were funny. I thought they were engaging. I thought it moved along really nicely. I was into it. I loved how there were just so many different actors that came in at different bits, like, you know, coming in, like the the whole Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler of it all, and um, Harrison Ford cracking jokes for the first time in years. I did think Sandra and Andy were definitely a random pair, but random. you're right. They did bounce back, you know, back and forth between each other very creatively, mm-hmm. and they did kind of have a easy, I don't know, vibe. Easy it was vibe. fun. Yeah. I thought it was cool. 
I liked how they made fun of the Lady Gaga, 99 people in the room, 100 people in the room, and one person believes in you, bed. And Lady Gaga shouted, it's true, from the audience. That was my favorite part of the whole telecast. Oh, God. Brody, what was it like? Were people there actually actually uh, liking the two of them? Yeah, I it? think so. Um, what you didn't really hear in the telecast was when Sandra had that um, serious part, I see you, I see you. People, Some people were like laughing because they thought she was joking because the opening is usually very jokey, but obviously we're in a different time and she was addressing a very serious situation. So then people were like, oh, she actually is talking about diversity and inclusion. And, and so it, it was actually nice. It was different. And I liked them. The minute they started talking, I warmed up to them. They had funny, smart um, jokes. Yeah, it was funny and smart. And relevant. Yes. Um, and also made people feel safe. They 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 were very clear before they went into it. They weren't going to take like pot shots or be mean or be nasty. But they did it with their own style. And I thought it was nice and also important. Yeah. And like not too many political comments, which I, which I was a fan of. I think it was a nice little refreshing, um, you know, burst of fresh air from last year and all mm-hmm. of the shows, of course, talking about um, politics. But, of course, they did bring it up when necessary. And even Glenn Close's speeches, I feel like the oh. speeches this year were were incredibly moving. I'm still crying over Glenn Close's speech. So incredible. Even Sandra O's speech when she won to her, to her oh, mother and her parents was amazing. Um, what do we think were the biggest surprises of the night? Regina King's speech. Oh, the 50% yeah. women? The 50% yeah. calling out for like every industry to do 50% women because we heard about that a little bit last year where there were all the actresses were saying we're only going to sign into projects if at least 50% women. And she really hammered that in. And I was surprised that she, you know, challenged every other organization and business everywhere to do that. And I thought that was so cool. It was my favorite moment of the speeches. It was also interesting, you know, when you see those people so up close um, and how like gorgeous they actually are. I love Amber Heard. I was like, Even though I was afraid that son. birds were going to nest in her hair. Oh, but I love that sort of like. You old know who school else looked amazing? Who didn't get enough credit? Charlize Theron. I oh, think she but looks she's stunning. Insane. To me, she, she, she was like so, best dressed. She, she uh, people were like, uh, I was walking down the carpet like right behind her, like trying to stay as far away from her as possible because you don't want to next, walk next to Charlize Theron. Someone's like, she's so gorgeous, and I was like bitterly like, well, she's like a professional model turned like serious. Mm-hmm. Actress, she looks like she's gonna kick everyone's ass on the carpet, but she's like lean, strong, smart, like so eloquent. You're like, What is anything wrong with you, Brody? Give our listeners some background because I mean, we've both been in the Golden Globes room mm-hmm. before. Nobody believes me when I tell them how small the room is, like, you can barely walk through the tables, you can barely even walk around that ballroom. It looks so big on TV. Um, it's it's so tiny, and, so the, tiny. and the crazy thing is, there's a there are cocktails at two thirty. There's a champagne toast in, like between two thirty and three, and then dinner is served at three thirty. Now most people don't actually sit in their seats till four thirty, so that means that by the time everyone sits down and the telecast starts at five, there's no food on the tables. There are may, there's maybe a bread basket, and then some cookies get brought to the celebrities' tables, but there's no actually food. You have to go into this little side room where there are these little sandwiches that the the hotel is prepared and people are ripping those apart in a cheese tray apart and like Julia Roberts is in there like eating carrot sticks. It's literally like a free for all. But the booze is a flowing and that's the why everybody is yes, flowing. Sort of and that's why, you know, you see like everyone drinking. I saw Melissa McCarthy getting a cocktail. I saw a Michael Douglas ordering a cocktail at the bar. I was right behind him being like, what does he drink? Okay, there's a lemon in there. What does he drink? I, I was some like vodka soda? Some, it was, it, no, I don't think it was as basic as a vodka soda, but he was getting a little like vodka cocktail. And he had a security guard with him. And here's the thing about Golden Globes. It's like there's every celebrity in the world there, and they don't have security with them. But the 
big people do. So, like, Julia Roberts, I saw her get rushed into the ballroom last minute and a security guard was towing her in. Everyone else had to, like, fend for themselves. Amber Rudd has to get herself in there by herself. Rami Malek, Amy Poehler, they all get themselves in there on their own. I was but, a, yeah. sorry, go on. No, go ahead. I was really surprised how Crazy Rich Asians wasn't one of the biggest na- winners of the night. And I'm surprised um, that that A Star is Born didn't win more. Yeah. It won I enough. Agree. And Bradley Cooper was wearing white. It's like as if he sort of expected to win. With a very fresh face, might I add. That was pulled and whatever. Really, you think? Oh, he looks completely different than the press tour. He looks like 10 years Maybe younger. Maybe he's been able to so finally many. get some sleep. He's not so running that that Speaking of spray tans, so many people were commenting on Bradley Cooper's spray tans. And Lady Gaga's. And Lady Gaga's. She was back in her AA Nothing I Can Say, like bright orange color, which I like her in. I like that color. I was not digging the blue hair, though. Oh, I loved it. I, I thought loved it was sort of cool. She, I mean, she was like... Uh, almost felt like she was the biggest star in the room, even though you have Julie Roberts there, like the people mm-hmm. that most people get excited about. And Nicole Kidman. Yeah, oh, but yeah. God, yes, Nicole Kidman is also friends with everyone. So you see her talking to Melissa McCarthy. You see her talking to Charlize Theron. She's like holding their hand. She's circulating with Keith Urban. Amber Heard was like, oh my God, when I saw them see like meet up at the ticket area. So Nicole Kidman is, yes, like the most A-listy, but in terms of buzz, people were freaking out of her Gaga. And Christian was right next to her. Because she's new. Whole, yeah, and, and, and she's also Lady Gaga. She, she's she over the top. Yeah. She's over the top. She's dramatic. Uh, so, I, like, at the end I saw she was walking out of the ballroom. She's another person who had a big security guard um, blocking ever people from getting to them. And she was, like, carrying her award. And, and her dress. Christian was behind her carrying her entire gown, like, bundled up in his arms. <laughs> and she only stopped on the way out to talk to Patricia Clarkson, who, like, is every actress's favorite. Like, oh, like my Emily Blunt stopped her. and talked to Patricia Clarkson. Like, mm-hmm. everyone stops and, like, says hello to Patricia Clarkson. I'm she's so happy fun. she won. Her performance is was insane in that show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she told us befo- before um, the show, she told one of our reporters that she hadn't eaten in 10 days. Yeah. She was like, literally, I haven't. And she said when someone, like, almost tries to jinx, she's very superstitious. She said when they talked to her about winning, she makes them turn around three times and spit. That's like her. That's her lucky. You're not Tom chef. Brady. Oh uh, no, like, she's better on. than Tom Brady. <laughs> she's not a fraud. Um, so she's <laughs> already so slim too. I saw her at the Spirit Awards a month ago, and she was very slender. Yes, and she's also so nice and so warm. She and, is, and not insane like her character on Chef Objects. Mm. Oh, such a huge fan of her. Mm-hmm. Um, tell everybody though, like I mean, because I feel like when you're watching on the East Coast or even in the middle of the country, you don't realize how early the day starts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's horrible. These people are literally getting into hair and makeup at like nine in the morning. Yeah, and earlier. And, and I mean, you think about the time change; it's like it's so different. But but people get into their limos at like noon. The traffic is so bad in yeah. LA. It's like pretty bad, but it's usually like fifteen to thirty minutes to get there from wherever you are in the city. But there's at least another hour because there's so much security check. You have to show your ID so many times. You have to show your ticket so many times. They have to like bomb sniffing dogs get into the trunk of your car. They put mirrors underneath the car to make sure that nothing is booby trapped. It's really, really, really bananas. But it's it's nice to see all those like couples so up close, like Daniel Craig and Rachel Weiss. I think yes. it's because I just watched The Favorite. Last week, oh, I haven't uh, watched it yet. Oh I'm my to. I haven't god, it's so good! And Olivia Coleman won. She's oh, so yeah. yes. she's amazing, and she's going to be in the Crown. She's taking over Claire oh. Foy's role the next season. Yes, and she killed it when she called her speech was when amazing. she called Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone her bitches. She was like my bitches, and I saw her in the back of the auditorium holding her Golden Globe with one <laughs> hand, and she was watching Glenn Close give her speech. And when Glenn Close was like, "We we need to let them know we can we should can could do it and we should do it." 
And Olivia Coleman's like smiling and clapping against her midsection because <laughs> she's holding her heavy globe in the other hand. I was like, oh my God, I love that. See, that's moment. iconic. Yeah, yeah it's iconic. like so cool to be there for that moment. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so jealous. Speaking of couples, did you guys hear this new couple? Well, not couple, but these this pair that apparently left Golden Globes parties together. They're already engaged. <laughs> well, at, at his pace, they got Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale. Ugh. I'm into it. Are you? Come on. Well, you know, I think here's what I'm going to say. I, I think that Pete will likely have learned from his past mistakes, and he is not going to jump into being super crazy serious with someone. So why shouldn't he, like, have a swinging good time? With a smoke show. Smoke, smoking hot. One of the hottest people Older ever. lady. She's not even older. She looks like she's 20. No, 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 no. no I mean, but I think she's, she's like, she's, she's 45. She looks she's so 45 and he's what? 27? 25. 25. He's 25. Yeah, I'm into it. I like this. She Pete Davidson so, knows what's up. She's hotter than every other 25-year-old at that place. She's right. so Agreed. good looking. Agreed. And listen, body we know, we know mm-hmm. that she loves those older, the, sorry, we love she Younger. knows. Mm-hmm. Young, yes, sorry. Poor Jen, she's got the flu, Guys, y'all. I'm used to No, we know that she loves those younger men. I yeah. mean, her last ex, Matt Rife, I don't even think he was 25 He was old. not. He was 23. Yeah, he's 23. Mm-hmm. We, hey, listen, she's hot. She's hotter than ever. Mm-hmm. And Pete Davidson, I mean, why not? Like, this is literally one of the most famous men in Hollywood right now who can get any pick of who he wants. And he is the one that's just, like, flirting with Kate Beckinsale at, at all these after parties. I like it. I say go for it. But her daughter is 19. Yeah. She's a daughter who's 19. She's 20, I think, now. He's 26? 25. I mean, that's a little strange. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think... Have you ever had a a parent... Well, anyone who, who's had a, had a single parent date someone no. who's close to her age or younger than you? No. I have, and it's super awkward. <laughs> it seems to work well for the Fosters and Catherine McPhee. Yeah. It does. It does. But that's bizarre. I mean, their dad is David Foster, so you could overlook anything. And he's dated a lot of 23-year-olds. Yeah, you're like, whatever. At least she's, like, cute. <laughs> yeah. Insane. I bet that it's just not going to be, like, super serious. And they're just having fun. And I, I like so. that. We'll yeah, see if it continues. We'll see I'm if all it for it. Just Me have too. fun. She's so what, and she's so smart. She has a PhD from Oxford or a master's from Oxford in English lit. Is that true? No. Yeah. It's it, got to be an honorary her with degree. Kate Blanchett. No. Brody no. Pete needs a good, no, I'm, I can't pull up. Uh, Pete needs a good rebound. Like he needs a good. Kate Beckinsale like, will be a good rebound. Oh, yeah. Just oh because my it's God. total opposite of Ariana Grande. Damn. Like it's plus 20 years. Yeah. This like she super chic. to Oxford, I swear. Super chic. Can you look this up, please? Hot wait, no, wait, wait. But we're not moving on from Golden Globes yet, are we? Because we have to no. talk about Chrissy Metz and Alison Brie. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's do it. So that was so strange because she was doing an interview with Extra and everyone thought after, P- everyone reported, all these outlets said that she called Alison Brie so were a you bitch there? on a hot mic. So were you, you were obviously there, so you weren't yeah, able to Yeah, I was there because the, I hunted down Chrissy Metz at the know, Golden Globes right. and mm-hmm. talked to her. So I watched that video live. It sounded like, I don't think she, she, she didn't say, oh, she's a bitch. It's like, oh, she's my. She said babe. I think she clarified she, and said yeah, babe. Yeah, she's my babe. It's, she, it did not sound like she said bitch. Mm-hmm. I will I will say that first and foremost. Like it, she literally was like, oh, she's such a babe. Mm. But she said so babe she didn't so quickly. She didn't say bitch. It was like, she's such a babe. That makes sense because everyone in Hollywood likes Alison Brie. Yeah. Like yes. everyone thinks she's charming and funny. And, and honestly, yeah. I really, I mean, again, me and Chrissy Matz are not BFFs. We've met only a couple of times. I can't see her actually saying that or being that stupid to say that word on a high Yeah. Comment. And you and Chrissy may not be BFFs, but Christina and I are BFFs because <laughs> I, I ran up to her and her boyfriend, Hal Rosenfeld, who she debuted on the red carpet. That was their first red carpet Fine. together. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Together. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And I was like, um, you know, 
can you do you want to clarify what you said? This is right after the show when they came out of the ballroom and I grabbed them. I was like, hi, Chrissy. <laughs> Quick question. Everyone thinks you called her a bitch. And she said, it's unfortunate people want to say stuff that they don't know is true or not. Alice and Era obviously... And I obviously are friends. And I was like, oh, you're friends? And she said, yes. And she knows that I would never say something like that. First of all, about anyone, especially about somebody I really revere. We've already cleared it up. We've already texted about it. And it's just a, claim, a shame that people want clickbait. And it's unfortunate that she's a nominee they're distracting from. And she's like, I know the truth. And she said, if you actually listen to the video, I didn't say anything. It's actually not me speaking about that. So it's unfortunate. So did Ooh. someone who called Alison Brie a bitch? Oh. I think that it was, I bet it's Chrissy's... Uh, publicist. Oh, no! Who's her publicist? No, no. no I, don't think it's her. I don't think it's her. I think it had to be, maybe it was someone at Extra who was like, bitch. I bet it was a producer at Extra. Who was like, but, and they're no, like, oh, whoever, yeah. whoever said that had a mic on them. A producer yes. wouldn't have a mic on Someone them. Someone said it, but it was not Chrissy, and she was like being polite, but annoyed. Maybe it was Juliana Rancic. She, she's not even an accent. <laughs> Don't pull her. It was definitely yeah, Bradley Cooper. God. And I read a show. Did, didn't Gaga call um, Katy Perry a bitch in the text with Kesha? She did. Kesha? Yes. She did. <laughs> the not oh redacted part. They left that yeah. part open. They were like, oh, no, we'll leave that <laughs> for the record. Also, could you imagine being poor Chrissy Metz? Like you're literally no. coming out with your boyfriend for the first time. You're sitting at the Golden Globes. And like sweaty Brody Brown runs up to you and is like, hey, Chrissy, two seconds. Can I talk to you? Well, that too. But this is like the third time what third time she's been to the Golden Globes in her life yeah. and then like you get all these text messages from all your family friends publicists all these crazy people being like why'd you call her a bitch like your night is totally ruined yeah. she's texting Allison Brie who's two tables away being like sorry girl I didn't call you a bitch yeah. like the entire country is is t- you guys are looking at me like like my no. voice sounds like no 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 I was far more no, I was concerned about the color of Travis's skin than I am yeah. about your voice and I was thinking no but it's like you know like your entire night like yeah, you're it's literally ruined. it's it's ruined and you're completely taken over by this and like the show's over and, and all your mentions on Twitter must be like why did you call us and bring a bitch and everyone now must be thinking oh Chrissy's just trying to cover it up but talking to her I really don't think she called her a bitch it didn't it doesn't make any sense it doesn't add up and. I've dealt with a lot of liars in my life, just speaking from personal experience. And looking at her, she was, like, not lying. Okay. Detective work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Brody Brown. Her tells were not there. The quiver of her lip and her eye contact, she was not lying. She did not call Zambria a bitch. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that we got to put that to rest. Totally. Mm -hmm. All right. Obviously, another bigger topic that everybody is talking about this week is Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart was asked to host the Oscars last month. He had a back out two days later after all these tweets from nine years earlier um, came came up. And Ellen DeGeneres had Kevin Hart as a guest on her show last week. And she gave him the opportunity to clear up all the rumors and, and, and apologize. And Ellen, who is getting a ton of backlash now and a lot of criticism for even letting Kevin on his, on his show, Ellen accepted Kevin's apology and said, you know, she actually called the Academy, asked the Academy if Kevin could come on and host because she thinks he'd be perfect to host. So now we're pretty much just sitting here waiting if Kevin Hart will accept the Academy's invitation to come back and host. So what do you guys think? First off, should he come back to host the Oscars? If you were Kevin, would you? Would you? I mean, he said on Ellen. The he's only like, way that I think Kevin Hart should host the Oscars is if it's with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and they did it together. I do love them as a couple. No, no. That only if happen. they only if they kiss open mouth for the open for the opening segment to Tell show that they're not gay. It's just so it's so annoying. I'm so annoyed with him and I'm so annoyed I with agree. Ellen. He had so many opportunities to apologize. He didn't then he had to have this whole situation happen. Now he's apologizing. 
on the number one time show. Honestly, I'm more disappointed in Ellen because yes, she's I, I don't understand why she got involved there. What network is Ellen's show on? NBC. Hmm. No, it's NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you would it's know. I don't know. I just thought that it was NBC. like very, why did she throw her hat in the ring like so that? Annoying. It's like, why do you got to get involved? Also, sorry, you're a traitor to the LGBTQ community. Yeah. When she said, oh, don't let the trolls win, Ellen, people who are in pain saying that they feel that he is perpetuating this this culture of attacking gay people and saying bad things about gay people and not apologizing for it, those are the people who are complaining. They're not trolls. Those are your LGBTQ, like, sisters and brothers who are saying this is unacceptable. He should be held responsible. So I don't I don't get that. I was like, wake up, get online, Ellen. Get out of your little bubble and look at the internet. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying is that Ellen DeGeneres kind of lost her sense of reality. And she really hasn't been, you know— that close to the LGBTQ community in recent years. She, of course, yeah, came out. And it was this whole big, she was the poster child for that community. And she kind of has like turned, not her turn her back, but just really hasn't been involved recently in the she community. She supports gorillas a lot more. So the fact that he chose Ellen to sit down and talk to her for the first time, a lot of people are like, wait a second, Ellen, you don't even have a sense of reality of what it's like to be somebody struggling with this in their no. personal life. Sure. And it makes him look like he's got an ally in a in a lesbian and like in, a, in an LGBTQ person. Person. And a former Oscar show sure, host. There's a cloud of that, and so, but she's giving him a platform, and and I, it was ridiculous. I don't think it's okay. No, his apology tour is embarrassing. It was yeah. embarrassing. He just like didn't want to say it, and, and that then, just makes me feel so bad. Yeah, and like, oh, now you're finally saying it. Now you got why it's important. He's like, well, people need to accept this change. And I'm like, this, this is just like too little, too late. Guys, you know the Academy Rachel. did invite him back. Now it's up to him if he actually wants to. Do it. He has said, you know, I don't want to ruin a night for somebody that's worked for years, you know, decades to get to this opportunity and have that night be all about me. But Mm. it seems like he could come back and and host the show. Will you guys watch? Yes, and I hope Lady Gaga wins and then calls him out immediately during her speech. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's just or everybody. It's an unfortunate situation. And Don Lemon had such a good segment about it. Did you guys watch that? Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. He was talking about, like, Kevin Hart has an opportunity to be an ally and talk about this culture and the way that homophobia in the black black community um, and how that's perpetuated and allowed. And I thought it was so potent. Mm -hmm. But if they let Kevin Hart back, people will be so excited who – people will be excited. He's a huge fan base. He does have a huge fan base. And I do think, listen, at least he's apologized now, but it, it would be really unfortunate. And I hope in his segment, in his monologue, he would do something with a lot of LGBTQ people. Oh, he absolutely to, would have to. He would to. have to. He would have to. Like, <coughs> exclusively to show that he's actually understood the damage he's done by perpetuating that sort of language. It's also so easy to say I'm sorry and, like, we're back, you know? It's so yeah, easy. It's and really he just easy. really drug his heels. And it's like, why are you dragging your heels about apologizing for, like, using hate speech yeah, on Twitter? Yeah, and he was like, oh, I've apologized before. No, he didn't apologize before. No. That was the other insane thing, too. So it's it's unfortunate, and I'm Do that fake apology. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sorry people are mad at me. Yeah. Oh <laughs> the worst type I of apology. I feel triggered by even hearing that. Well, yeah. he's not going to do it. I mean, they don't have a host. Who do you think should host uh, the Oscars? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. What? <laughs> yep, Shia. Shia LaBeouf, I'm no, kidding. Nah. Bella Thorne. Oh, Ooh, come on. They'd Let's be get great serious. co-hosts. Oh, uh, you know what Sarah Silverman told us on the carpet over the weekend? She thought Triumph, the insult dog, should do it oh, because no. he can say anything. But no, obviously not that. Triumph and Bella Thorne, I think, would be really nice. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Pete Davidson. 
Oh, okay. No, but actually, oh, let's think serious. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to throw it out something that's pretty comedian? lame. No, it doesn't have to be a comedian, but I think comedians always make the best monologue. I just, mm-hmm. I love Jimmy Kimmel. I think Jimmy Kimmel had such a mm-hmm. huge year, especially in, in, in all the um, support he's given with, you know, the healthcare and children. I think he's had such a momentous year in his career. I think he'd be perfect for what it. What about mm-hmm. Samantha B and Trevor Noah? Oh my God. Cute. Oh. I'm all for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. I think Samantha B is a little polarizing. Yeah. Jimmy yeah, but- Kimmel's polarizing, but Samantha B is like a little more polarizing. Okay, but if you did Samantha B and Trevor Noah, I think it would be a little bit tokenism. You're like, look, a woman <laughs> and a black man. Like, but you'd just be like playing into that. But at least it would be different. Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I do really like Trevor Noah. Noah. Sexy. He's, He's very sexy. sexy. And he just bought this beautiful home. Like a $20 million mansion. Oh, really? Made him a lot hotter. <laughs> Trevor Noah. <laughs> 20 million? Yeah. He's cute. 20 He's million smart. in the hills. Didn't know he had it like that. Are there any shirtless pics we can look at? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we definitely need someone hotter. Trevor Noah would be great. Hosting. Trevor Noah would be great. What about Sarah Silverman? I think Sarah Silverman and Jimmy Kimmel would she, be a she, hilarious Okay, pick. if you said that Samantha <laughs> B is too polarizing, I think Sarah Silverman's too polarizing. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair point. <laughs> but she would know. be good. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be great. What if they like switched up her look and gave her a really tiny little bob or something? You'd be like, whoa, and made her dance. Then, right. then I'd put her into it. Oh, gosh. All right. We're going to go get Just to call some, Neil Patrick Harris. Who cares? Right? No. Some, no. Some bigger news. All right. Lindsay Lohan, she is everywhere. She's back. <coughs> All I right. Mean, it's, I find it disturbing. She has a new show on MTV. <laughs> I do. Oh, Jesus. Lohan Beach House, where she <laughs> is showcasing her new, um, one of her newer beach houses in Mykonos. Her it's only this, beach house. No. Oh, she has a bunch, Travis. Really? She Are they she's one of Dubai. quote unquote she hers? She, she lends her face and her name. That's all that okay. matters. Anyway, so it's pretty much this Vanderpump style rules MTV show where they focus on her club and the staff. <clears throat> of course, Lindsay comes in and out of this, but it's pretty much all about the staff. But um, Lindsay's like everywhere and she just won't go away. And what? she cray. She's like, Why does it I disturb you? She because she's crazy. And I just think she's like... She's somebody who should not be encouraged to want to be the center of attention because she's not well. But she, she even when well. she wasn't in the she spotlight, well. she was still inviting Beyonce to her birthday. So she still was making it all about her. At least the cameras are looking now. I, I mean, listen, that. it's a guilty pleasure, but I prefer mm-hmm. to just watch 90 Day Fiance to feel better about myself. Oh, come on. You know you're going to watch Lindsay Lohan's Beach House, I mean, Of course I am. Of <laughs> course I watched the first episode, and I'm not going to lie, I kind of liked it. We <laughs> asked her at, at the premiere this week um, what she felt about the haters, because you know there is a whole sea of haters out there. Of course. There. And she said, well, I wish I could do a Lindsay, Lindsay voice and accent. Maybe Jen should do it. I never really, wait, I can't, I can't do her voice. I can do her She said, I never really cared about who's rooting against me. That's not true. I know, I know I'm a strong person. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Did you also see she did an interview with Variety? <clears throat> yeah. Did you read the whole thing? Oh, Where I she didn't sure care did. about the, her haters on that. She, like, said, like, a similar thing. Like, I don't care if people are rooting against yeah, me. Yeah, people, they asked her why so many of her former co-stars <laughs> declined to comment or, like, talk about working with her. Yeah, because from what we know, and I mean, and this is not, like, you know, anything breaking news here, but so many people refuse to work with her because she's had such a bad track history. I mean, she literally has filmed so many different movies where she hasn't even showed up to work. She treated her co-stars. Yeah, Georgia Georgia Rule. Remember Mm -hmm. remember Liz and Dick? Like, she didn't show up for days on set. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's really hard for her to shake off that image where so many people have known her as this party girl, and now she's trying to take 
try, trying to get people to take her seriously, but you don't come out with your debut comeback as like hosting a club well, and being on MTV and like being literally highlighted as this party girl. She said that she thought the show would make people take her seriously. And my favorite part at the end of the interview, they said, do you consider yourself a feminist? And she said, I'm just Lindsay Lohan, whatever that is. What the actual... Right. Because she doesn't know what the word feminist uh, yes, means. Yes, she does. And she's one of those people who's like, that's a dirty word. Remember when she was like, Georgina, you need to stand up and, and support yeah. your husband. I was like, In you're her the... British accent because yeah, Georgina's like, British. Like the, the only celebrity defending Harvey Weinstein. I'm yeah. like, what? She, she needs to get a clue. She needs some actual friends. She's not a feminist. She's a Lohanologist. She's, I'm, I'm Lindsay Lohan, whatever that is. <laughs> and she left the after party last night in New York early. To go... Where? That's my real question. You know, yeah, she yeah. was not she's, going to bed. She's let's, not going let's, to bed. Let's, 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 let's she's going to go real. do a face mask yeah, and just to go. Chill. Yeah. yeah Is right. face mask code was that like <laughs> to like punch some refugee woman and their kids in the street? Like what? What is the face? Wait, she's going to like steal some code. babies. I just yeah. love exactly. Like I don't. I don't know who's advising her of this, but again, but again, like I don't think she has any true real friends around her. This Oprah. is a woman who has. She told us she talked to Oprah, Oprah before Christmas. Oh my god! Uh, she, I mean, she didn't say Christmas of 2012, but she said before <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> was that was that train wreck of a mother with her, Dina Lohan? Was she with her at the no. party last night? Oh, that's weird. She said she Dina said never skips now. No, she, I know. I was right? shocked. Maybe she's going to actually be on Celebrity Big Brother. Maybe she's at the gym training so she can like just spend the whole season. In that her wouldn't shock me. Do you see some that of those names sense. though that are rumored to be on that list? We have Aubrey O'Day, mm-hmm. Dina Lohan, <laughs> Sean Spicer, and or Anthony Scaramucci. It's going to be That's very. My friends saw Scaramucci at the HBO party. Did you go to the HBO party? And they were very no. like confused as to why he was there. He really wants to be famous. I don't understand. Yeah, he's famous. He and Sean are both like they want so much attention, and yeah. I don't want to give it to them. It's weird. I feel like if it's going to be all those people, they want some political dialogue. Of course. And I'm sure. just like very over that in all the Aubrey's news gonna and entertainment. Aubrey's going to bring it. Aubrey's going to bring it. But they're going to – can she do it and talk about Donald Trump Jr.? Is she allowed to? Probably not. She's never talked about it on the I mean, record. I don't think she's going to talk about it with Celebrity Big Brother. I think she will definitely talk about an interview after that, but I don't think she's going <clears> to <throat> divulge everything on Big Brother. But she's never said a word about no. that relationship. No. So no. Which I'm clearly sure means if, she signed something to keep, to shut her up. Or, I mean, probably, but uh, could they just pay her a ton of money and she could break it? What are they going to do? Sue her? It yeah. would be a bigger story if they yeah, sue her. Yeah, absolutely. And all she does and, is post Fashion Nova ads uh, on her But Instagram. they're so good. And I love how photoshopped they are. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, Aubrey O'Day's pictures are... That, they, they are lightly tweaked, Brody. I'm oh sorry to burst the no, fantasy. It's, it's like a cartoon. She it also, honestly, it doesn't Someone drew her uses, as Jessica Rabbit. She uses the same sunless, tanless drops that Travis uses. But she, we are very similarly colored today. She's very pretty. But she's she, gorgeous. She I think she's really, a very like, pretty girl. To but do we know what she looks like? Yes, but not that... Facetuned Aubrey O'Day of Instagram. Yeah. Speaking of Facetune, okay. So Kendall Jenner <laughs> comes out last week on, on on social media saying Wait, she came out. No. Uh, no. Comes out what? on social media saying, oh, okay. Sorry. You know, I had this big revelation on Sunday night. This is something that I've been suffering with since I was 14 years old, and I can't wait to actually finally me too share. Yeah, share all <laughs> the truth about it and open up. And of course, Chris Jenner on Saturday goes to her Instagram saying, "Kendall, I'm so proud of you, of my baby girl, finally getting the guts to come out and publicly and 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 talk about this issue." So, brave. so of course, everybody was like, "Hmm." What happened to her? Did she get sexually assaulted when she was 14? Or oh, no. That's her. what then I'm a lot of, to. Then a lot of people thought, all right, well, maybe she's actually finally talking about her anxiety. And this is something right. that she's spoken about on the show in yeah, the past. Talks. 
then she announces on Sunday night on the show <laughs> that she is the new face of Proactive to help fight acne that she's been suffering with since she was 14 years old and that she's been so self-conscious and insecure of her pimples and her acne. And this was her big revelation. And of course, social media and everybody freaked out because they thought there was going to be a bigger yeah. cause and a bigger you know, topic A here. real problem. A real problem. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It was very strange. And uh, people were also online speculating that she was, like, coming out something regarding to her sexuality. But remember last year she told Vogue that yeah. she's like, I'm not gay. Like, people keep yeah. asking and why I'm not gay. she has a boyfriend, Ben Simmons. She's a boyfriend, she's yeah. So that's weird. But I, I definitely thought it would be something a little <laughs> bit juicier than something that almost everyone has struggled with at some point in their lives. And also, by the way, everybody knows that she's struggled with acne. Mm-hmm. She's been photographed. There mm-hmm. have been stories about it. Like, well, you know... <laughs> Listen, Proactive is an incredible brand. I think that it stands for something really fantastic. Mm -hmm. And Kendall's great. But, like, come on. You know, it's like it's cool for you to be on contract with Proactive. But let's not make a huge deal about it. I was going to say she definitely should have started or ended that that tweet on Instagram with hashtag ad. Because to me it screamed like a paid sponsorship. Yes. Well, yeah. it was. She wasn't paid a dollar. No, she just uses that. She, uh, she actually yeah. uses Proactive? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Wait. Well, well they all to- do use Proactive, the Proactive spokespeople, but they're paid a pretty penny. Yeah. And What's a not, pretty penny? I don't know. It's a multi-million dollar deal. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. Like, you know, it's been like A-listers who have been the Proactive spokespeople. It's Jessica Simpson oh, and God, Justin Bieber that. and- Bella Thorne. Yeah. Was Bella Thorne also? Oh, you she love Bella was. Thorne. Because <laughs> yeah. so she had really bad acne. I yeah. liked her as a proactive spokesperson because she had really bad acne that you could see. And I believed her when she was talking to me. Kendall Jenner, I don't believe as much. No, no but she's, no, had, she's, had, she's had like some major acne, but it's just you sort can. of like, yeah, like let's not, I don't think that um, even people who are struggling with acne, I don't think that we should make people feel like it's such a huge right. deal right. that you ha- you've overcome coming to terms with it. Right. You know, like it's just a little bit much. Whatever. She's no longer on contract with Estee Lauder. They had to find a new contract for oh, her. Is that what that means? Carly Kloss took her place oh, on Estee Lauder. Interesting. Yeah. That's that interesting. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a very momager move when Chris is also like drumming up the interest. Well, because like, Chris is be? getting ten percent, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great, but I do miss Jessica Simpson doing proactive commercials. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I also love Chris Jenner's new face. I think it looks really nice. <laughs> I also don't find Doctor Diamond thank really you. relatable. I don't either. And to Gwen's point before, like she can't, you know, she kind of you know, drummed up so much and made so much anticipation of what this is going to be. And she pretty much was saying, yeah, for the past nine years of my life, I've been struggling for acne and I just didn't feel beautiful. Like, what kind of message is that sending to your fans? That's right. And all young girls around the world who have acne, you know, I, you know, I get pimples all the time. Like, you know, yeah, you might not feel beautiful, but like, to so many of these little girls are looking up to this family, especially Kendall, like, don't, don't teach them that they can't be beautiful because they have a few pimples. Right. It's like the Pepsi ad all over again. Oh. I know she can't catch a break when she stops you know, racial tension. But that's part of being them, you know? It's like if you're going to ha- live your whole life so out there, it's like there's going to be backlash and you're just going to have to deal with it. 
I wish I felt sorrier for her, but I didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, she stopped racial like tensions in this country oh, with, with a can with, of Pepsi. <laughs> we have had no other issues since she cracked that can of Pepsi with people of a different race. <laughs> but I, I know everyone's like problems. It's, it's an individual thing, and so then it becomes big, and you like can't see the privilege around you. But you're like still Kendall Jenner at the end of the day, and you're getting paid to talk about your struggle. Although she was trolled unfairly last year at the Golden Globes when she showed up for her skin, and people were really mean about it. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice anniversary. Like new lips. F you to the haters being like, now I'm catching a check and talking about the show and you're all paying attention. And you're all going to buy proactive, like me, probably like five minutes. Yeah. Their face mask works great. I love that. It face. does? Oh, their face mask from proactive is really good. It's like the drying one. I love that face mask. But only if you have really like oily or problematic skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there you go. Oh, I wasn't saying it like Mr. a read. Again, again about only my oily skin. when Gwen put the thumb into it. Only if you have really oily skin. Oh my God. <laughs> like someone over here. On that note, that is all for this week's Hot Hollywood episode of From Us Weekly. Catch us next week. We're going to be Probably ripping on more of your favorite celebrities. As we do every week. Or Travis's skin. Or Jen's illnesses. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.